Today we have our guest, Meredith. After a rewarding 10-year career in renewable energy, she was ready to embark on her own adventure. Meredith wanted to create something that aligned with her values and interests and served to fill a gap that she had experienced. She founded Hervana Coworking Collective, the only women-focused co-working community in Vancouver in 2017. They opened their physical location in July of 2018. Her mission is to provide a space for women to thrive, to build and grow their businesses, to advance their careers and hone their leadership skills, or simply find an encouraging and uplifting community. Outside Havana, Meredith is a passionate Pacific Northwester who loves the rain, the fog, the old trees, and the wild that makes our region unique. She can be found walking the trails with her two dogs, Boss and Happy, mm. and patiently waiting for the next Doctor Who season to premiere. She was nominated for the RBC Canadian Women Entrepreneur Award as a woman of influence two years in a row. She also managed to graduate college and never move back with her parents. She bought a condo in our crazy Vancouver market and got a dog by the time she was 30. So she's definitely a boss, babe. 100%. Glow Radio is a podcast for sassy entrepreneurs who are in the process of quitting their much-hated day job to work for themselves full-time. You can expect weekly conversations with unapologetic creatives, business owners, and influencers. We discuss tips on how to reach your goals, manage your time, and keep your sanity while being a major boss babe. We are Jacqueline and Clara, your favorite hype women who will cheer you on and push you to create the life that you want. We're business strategists, career and life mentors, and wellness advocates. Hit that subscribe button and follow us on IG at Glow Radio Co. Stay sassy, babes! Before we dive into this episode, we want to thank Red Earth Beauty for partnering with us. Red Earth is a beauty company with Australian roots. They embody raw beauty and confidence with a bit of attitude, something we can definitely get behind. We love that their products are rich with antioxidants and made with natural ingredients. If you want to upgrade your routine with fun and uncomplicated beauty products, use our code XOGLOWUP for 20% off your first order at redearth.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode. We have amazing Meredith here, owner of Hervana. And we wanted to ask you what inspired you to develop Havana. Hervana. 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 I say it too fast and then zone out. Sorry, guys. Um, you know, I was, I had worked for an entrepreneur for over 10 years across two businesses. Um, and I really loved that environment, that mm-hmm. atmosphere. It there's a lot of things you got to learn. You kind of just du- jumped in head first into everything. And mm-hmm. you either sink or swim. Um, and you had a lot of say in how the company moved forward. Mm-hmm. Um, because you know, typically entrepreneurship, the companies start small and then they get bigger. So if you're involved in, a, in, a, in an entrepreneur's business at the beginning, mm-hmm. you end up having a lot of say. And so being like, 
the control freak that I am. Reformed. <laughs> um, I loved it because then I and and I, I liked the the influence that I had. Mm-hmm. Um, but after ten years, I was ready to do it for myself instead mm-hmm. of doing it for somebody else. I put a lot of energy, a lot of effort into someone else's business, mm-hmm. and I kind of thought like I I want. The, the outcome of that. I want to yeah. to earn the rewards mm-hmm. for the effort that I'm putting mm-hmm. forward. Um, so I just started looking. I thought I was just going to buy a business. And I started looking for a business to buy. And nothing really... I did I did my due diligence. I got pretty close to two. Mm-hmm. Um, and when it came down to it, looking at their balance sheet, looking at the cash flows, looking at projections, nothing really looked like it was going to pay me enough Mm -hmm. to make me really care about the business Mm, okay and I realized I was kind of coming at it the wrong way because my experience was in managing a business managing a team Uh, so I thought I could really apply this to any business Mm -hmm. and so the businesses I looked at I didn't really care what they were Uh, but the problem was then I really just didn't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you gotta be a little bit passionate. About yeah, it. yeah, yeah. And then, and then you're just relying on money mm-hmm. to make it worthwhile. Mm-hmm. And uh, for me, at, at, at the level that I was when I left that previous career, you know, owning your own business, the ones that I could afford, were not gonna pay me enough mm-hmm. to make that that jump worthwhile. Mm-hmm. So I'd already made the choice to leave, though. So then I was kind of like, well, what am I gonna do? Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of, I just fell upon a piece, um, a media piece about the wing in Manhattan. So they are a female focused co-working space. They're actually a women's like club. Okay. Um, and when I read about it, it was a space to allow women to work on their businesses, launch their businesses, mm-hmm. scale their businesses among other women and away from some of the things that I had experienced as far as being a woman in business. Mm-hmm. And my heart just like attached to that idea yeah yeah and that was it I decided like that is what I want to do and I'm going to make a way to do it yeah and end of story and then I did that's awesome I know that's so amazing what you're doing for the female community like it's so yeah. nice to have a space where you can just go there I'm really excited to visit actually. yes I yeah. really want to go yeah so oh, what, was, what was like the transition process? Like I know you mentioned you decided to quit your job, but had you quit it already and then you were kind of in this limbo or? It, it was a bit of both. So uh-huh. I knew I was ready to leave. The way that I decided to leave was, it, it was kind of just, it was fortuitous. A few mm-hmm. things happened. So the business that I had been working for decided to move their headquarters to Atlanta. We had built the headquarters. Mm-hmm. Well, I had built their headquarters in Vancouver. Okay. Uh, the owner lived in Montreal at the time. And then over the course of those, uh, with that company, about seven years, he ended up deciding to move to Atlanta where he had family. Okay. Um, he was traveling 75% of the time. So it just made sense for us to open the office where I was going to be, and mm-hmm. which was in Vancouver. So we had built the office in Vancouver, and then when he kind of grew roots and decided he was going to settle in Atlanta, he was starting his family, he wanted to move his office and his yeah. business to where he was, which mm. made sense. So I helped him do that, and that kind of was my cue, though, that mm. it, you know I could have stayed on, but I would have been working by myself in Vancouver, working from home, which sounds kind of like a dream but when you work from home from for somebody else yeah you're you still got those handcuffs mm-hmm. yeah yeah um, totally so I made the choice to leave 
And I started to look at that time. Uh, I'm not super patient. <laughs> so I, I started looking for about three months. I started looking, but I, in those three months, I became very certain that I was going to leave. Mm-hmm. So I gave my notice, and I, I love a calendar year. I love doing things, you know, in ways that just kind of make sense. So mm-hmm. Jan 1, basically, I said, you know what? This is great. Had a, I've had a really great time. I'm really grateful for all that I've learned mm-hmm. working with you, but I'm out. I ended up giving five months notice. Wow. <laughs> That's yeah. really nice of you. Did you regret that? <laughs> um, at times, certainly. I think I started out giving three months notice. Okay. And then as we were we were going through the process of me leaving and letting go of a lot of the responsibilities I had, it turned out that we needed more than yeah. three months. So it okay. ended up being five. Okay. Um, and, you know... I, I, it's one of the things that I'm most proud of is that I was able to leave that company and leave it in a really good fashion. Mm-hmm. My boss sent my husband and I on a cruise when oh, I left. That's <laughs> so nice. So yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. really good. It was, you know, it was the nicest way to end a relationship yeah. and, and we both, um, still have really good feelings about the time that yeah. we had worked together and we stay in touch, mm-hmm. but yeah, it took five months and at the end of those five months, I still hadn't figured out what I was doing. Well, I... I think by about month three and a half to four, I had I, I'd found the media piece on the wing. I decided uh-huh. I was going to bring that mm-hmm. to Vancouver, but it was still really early. Like, yeah. I, there was no way I was going to be able to leave and then, boom, open doors. Yeah. yeah. So I ended up working on Havana for about a year and a half before we were able to actually open doors. Mm. So you didn't have a location in mind then during that period? No. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot, and uh, honestly, the longest part of opening the business, I think, was finding the right location. Mm. How was the whole process? Like, from finding the location to actually opening it, like, you have to, I'm guessing you had to go through all, like, the city hall and all those business plans and, like, I'm, did, yeah. you, did you have to also go through, like, with the bank and get loans and all that? All of that. Oh, man. <laughs> so that's all what that, that one and a half year kind of took. Or... Yeah, so I probably took about... A month to write my business plan. I did the business plan writing little boot camp with Futurepreneur, which was amazing because it kind of just, they give you a skeleton and then you work your way through it and then they mm-hmm. review it halfway through mm-hmm. so they can tell you if you're on the right track. Mm-hmm. So business plan was step one. Then it was finding a location as well as getting your finances in order because nobody's going to finance you until you have mm-hmm. the location and everything kind yeah. of finalized, but you, you have to do it sort of at the same time. Mm-hmm. So looking for funding, looking for a location. That's when, once you have it, then you have to start paying for things. And then you have to, <laughs> we had to do some renos in the space that I found. So that took uh, about five months as well. Okay. Oh um, and then... All the while, you're marketing, you're making connections. Yeah. <laughs> and this is all Planning. by yourself. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Amazing. Superwoman. <laughs> That's so awesome. We we're two of us, and sometimes we're just like, oh my God. <laughs> but what are some of your responsibilities now as a business owner? Like day-to-day, mm-hmm. do you mean? Yeah, like mm-hmm. what's that like? Uh, well, I, because I'm running it by my own. Uh, I do have responsibilities to be there, which is okay. sort of the biggest piece mm-hmm. or the most time-consuming piece. Mm-hmm. Um, so actually being there, opening up, welcoming people in, and being able to answer their questions and things. Mm-hmm. I've been really fortunate. There's some people who are part of the community who are just 
really gung-ho. They really love what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And so I created something called Heart Members. And so they're the people who have a lot of heart for... Mm -hmm. Havana, roughly. Yeah. <laughs> and so they come in and, and sometimes if I need to get away, like if I have appointments, there's other things that I need to do, they come in and they, they provide that piece for me. So mm. it's not taking all of my time. Yeah. Um, and then allows me to do some other things. But, you know, it's keeping up the website. It's continually making new connections. Mm-hmm. It's going to networking events. Mm-hmm. Um, marketing. Event planning. Event posting. Um, I run workshops. Yeah. And, and do panel events mm-hmm. and seminars. I try to do uh, two a month. So I spend a lot of time planning that. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as I've got something on the books to do, then it's marketing it, creating the copy, mm-hmm. posting yeah. here, letting other people know there's, uh, there's community, uh-huh. community partners I have. So I let them all know I've got an event coming. Can you let your network know? Yeah. So... Um, that, yeah, that's, that's definitely it. a lot. <laughs> and then bookkeeping, always. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was just going to ask about that. Bookkeeping, accounting, I'm guessing, budgeting, you're doing all of that, too. Yes, yeah. I mean, I have help. Mm-hmm. Um, I do the basic bookkeeping, and then I hand it off to somebody who knows more than I do. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, my question, you seem very, like, I guess, you have a method to everything. Do you, would you say that it's, how do I say this? It's kind of like clockwork. Like, you know, once you or you know you're going to have this event, then you have everything in order. Like, okay, I'm going to do marketing first, I'm going to design this thing, and then I'm going to, you know, like, what's your process and step two? I mean, having processes is key, Mm -hmm. super key. Um, And it's just knowing, you know, being able to have a process in place. Mm -hmm. It allows me to kind of do it without having to think too much about it. So after I've did it the first time, just documenting that yeah. so that the next time I can do it again because it does take time. It doesn't, it's kind of one of those things that you don't realize it takes so much time, but it does. Just thinking mm-hmm. about what's the next thing I have to do. Okay, I've settled on, this is the subject, and I found a person to speak on it. Now what? Oh, I've got to create copy. Yeah. Now yeah. what? Oh, I've got to do this. So if you just have that list, it says find the person, find the topic, create mm-hmm. the copy. Oh. Mm-hmm. do the next thing, market it in, in these five places, mm-hmm. let these five people know about it, schedule your Instagram post, schedule your Facebook post, schedule your Instagram live, schedule the next and the next and yeah, the next. Yeah. Then you can just work your way down the list and you don't mm-hmm. waste time thinking about what's the next piece. Because mm-hmm. yeah. I find I struggle with that sometimes. I'll just... Like, I know what I need to do, but I guess I don't set it in an order. Mm-hmm. And then I'll be like, oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. What am I missing? I forgot this. Yeah, and, then, yeah. and then it kind of gets all crazy. Yeah. And I find documenting it, even so even taking the extra 10 minutes in the beginning, mm-hmm. even though, because I do that as well, yeah. where it's all in my head and it's always yeah. been fairly, like I've been a fairly organized person in my head. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But when you get really busy, all of a sudden the things that used to be super clear and come very quickly to you in your head gets really foggy. Mm. So just getting into the habit to document it at the top. So when you have an idea, then taking your 10 minutes to write down all those things you're going to do so that when you're busy and you're feeling a bit overwhelmed, it doesn't make you more overwhelmed to try Mm. and really search. You can just, it's there. Yeah. That's so helpful. I need to do that. We'll be making one of those (laughs) soon, a list. I love lists. (laughs) You got to just get the book and just call it the book and you'll just... Yeah. You know, make a page <laughs> for everything you do. Yeah. Book a guest. Do this, do that, do that. Yeah. No, that's really good. We're going to sit down and have a yeah, meeting. Yeah, we're going to have a meeting about that very soon. 
So what are some of your favorite ways to market or advertise? I mean, it it's, shouldn't be a hard question. Um, favorite ways to market? I don't know that I don't know that marketing is my favorite thing. So uh-huh. I think that's why okay. I'm finding it more difficult. Yeah. Would I have been doing that I found really worked well is Google Ads. Okay. Specifically for my business, Google Ads has worked well. What I enjoy doing for marketing is Instagram. Mm. Mm-hmm. Did you have any training in Google Ads or how did you learn? Oh no, and I didn't I don't do it. Uh-huh. I mean, oh, okay. you know, there's you got to you just have to recognize where your limitations yeah. are mm-hmm. and then tap in to somebody who can help you. Mm-hmm. If you're enjoying this episode so far, please comment, glow up on YouTube and leave us a review on iTunes. Give us five stars or we will find you. We will. So I was fortunate enough to have a member, a heart member, okay, who specializes in funnels and Google ads. Mm-hmm. And I just asked her, well, actually she offered because she saw that I was putting my efforts in places that weren't the best place mm-hmm. for the business or for what I, my end goal was, okay. which was to bring people in for specifically to come in for a tour. Mm-hmm. And so she just suggested that, you know, Google ad is a better place to put your time and energy mm-hmm. and money yeah. than necessarily a Facebook ad or an Instagram ad because they okay. just, they achieve different goals. Mm. That's mm. really good to know. Yeah. 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 Um, would you uh, would you say that you've ever had to turn away a client? In this business, no. Um, co-working is, it, it's interesting because people want to go work with people who are like them, yeah. who are like-minded or who can they can benefit from. And so people are really quite self-selecting. Mm-hmm. So they'll come in, they'll meet me, they'll meet a few of the members, they'll see the environment, and then they'll know whether or not they like it and they fit. Yeah. yeah. And so typically people will self-select. In previous businesses, we've I've had to do that, but yeah. not not so far now, which okay. is great. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I was worried, like you know, someone walks in here and you're like, mm, <laughs> not that one. Maybe not, you know. <laughs> um, yeah. How would you describe your target market? Yeah. Um. So, ideally, women. Um. My business is open to male, female, and, you know, trans, yeah. gender, yeah. non-binary, yeah. Any, anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, but ideally I'm looking for women who want to support other women. Okay. Women who are working on scaling their businesses, mm-hmm. who are serious about their business, who also want to share that experience and their knowledge with other people. Mm-hmm. So it's that community-minded mentality that you know what I've learned can -hmm. benefit somebody else and I'm willing to give five minutes of my time to help somebody else knowing that somebody else within our community will also do the same Mm -hmm. that's really yeah like I like how it's like fostering a community of connections and really empowering each other Mm -hmm. yeah so how how did you come up with the name um, I just kind of knocked it around in my mind for a little while. Originally, I was going to, I was spending a lot of time in Atlanta with that other company. And mm-hmm. so originally, I just was going to call it Peachtree. And if you've ever been to Georgia, or particularly Atlanta, everything is Peachtree. Okay. Peachtree Highways, Peachtree Mall, Peachtree everything. There's the, the television station. Oh, peach tree as well. That. No, yeah, I had no idea. <laughs> anyway, I was just—it was the environment. I was surrounded by peach tree, and it just kind of stuck. And I, mm. I wasn't really thinking about it too much, but I knew—I knew it wasn't a great name. 
Um, and then just over time, it kind of just is one of those things where you just had to let it, let it simmer in the background. And yeah. Then it, Havana came out. I I knew. I looked at some other um, co-working spaces mm-hmm. that had, you know, she. There's Chico System. There's, um, there's one called Paper Dolls. You know those paper dolls that used to get in magazines and put the different clothes on. Yeah, right? those oh. are my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I was I getting a it. blank look from you. No, I'm like, like somebody I don't, gotta I don't know that. Think I've I had seen it was a birthday before. card, and it was a little pouch with the different clothes, oh. and like folding the corners. <laughs> yeah, so there's lots of. Most of the the female focused co working spaces have some like cutesy angle uh-huh. like that, either you know using the word she or her in it yeah. or something like that. And so I was bouncing things around, and just eventually it came out. I mean, it's probably also just indicative of my age. Um, like I I loved grunge rock. Nirvana <laughs> 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 was like a solid part of my childhood. Yeah. So I think it just kind of came together over time yeah I like it though it's got that little pop to it yeah it's, it's very like, catchy yeah I've now like taken it so there's Havana and then my mm-hmm. I do a breakfast series so once a month we get together at breakfast and we have a mm-hmm. guest and we do a little bit of networking we do a little bit of learning and then we do a day of co-working uh-huh and so I've named that her chats at Havana Aww. oh yeah I've seen that yeah that's really cute I like that so thankfully that like that that name that I didn't put that much thought into has turned out to work out pretty well and I've been able to translate it into other things. Yeah. Same yeah. thing with Glow Radio. We kind of like just she came up with this beautiful and then now we kind of like spin off with like yeah. so many different little things that come out with it and we're just like absolutely in love with it. <laughs> well we share our branding is fairly similar because I my so my private members Facebook group mm-hmm. is called Glow Getters. Oh I love that. Yeah that's awesome. <laughs> You're like copy of that for later. <laughs> Community. Yeah. Community. <laughs> so, is there any um, ground rules for members at Hervana? Like, it's pretty yeah. much you come and use your space. You're quiet. Don't bother the others. Or is it more just like you know you can roam free and? It, I mean, it's pretty free. It's it's just general etiquette, normal yeah. office. Etiquette, like if you're loud on the phone, use the phone booth. If you're going to be on the phone for an hour, use the phone booth. Mm-hmm. If it's a five-minute phone call, fine. You know, do take it at your desk. Or if you're quiet on the phone, go ahead, take it at your desk. Yeah. Um, if you want to you listen to music that's not the music that we're playing, put your earphones in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's um, <laughs> You know, just general office stuff. And then because we are female-focused, there's some what should be normal etiquette rules anyway and just normal societal rules that we do have to say like no rape jokes yeah you know no language that disparages yeah women or any other or any women aren't minorities but are no language that disparages minorities or anybody who's been infringed in our society Mm -hmm. okay um which you know should be just human good behavior yeah 100% sometimes you gotta say it (laughs) yeah well I mean we wouldn't have to have a female focused co-working space if everybody just abided by good human behavior unfortunately you know there are workplaces that have been horrendous to work at Mm -hmm. and so now these now we have ground rules yeah um so how did you have the funding to start this business Mm -hmm. uh good question so Part, partly savings, right? You have to bring yeah. your own something of your own. Um, and then I went and got loans. Mm-hmm. And okay. I was fairly strategic on where I found my funding. Mm-hmm. So 
one, futurepreneur, so they do funding for people who are under 39 or roughly yeah, under 40. Like We've okay. seen it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and they'll do five grand of funding for really cheap. I, I don't know what the rate is, but it's basically, it's better than a bank rate. Okay. And they also partner with Women's Enterprise Center and BDC. Mm-hmm. And so if, you, if your funding gets approved through Futurepreneur, you're kind of roughly pre-approved for the other places. Oh, um, okay. A lot of places you need to have your business plan reviewed mm-hmm. and the, the bank won't do that for you mm-hmm. or your, the other lenders won't do that for you. Mm-hmm. You have to go get it independently reviewed. And so if you do it through the Futurepreneur plan, then they've reviewed your business okay. plan. So there's that benefit. Mm-hmm. They are also really good about backing the people that they've financed. Mm-hmm. So whenever I have an event when on my list of, you know, let these five people in your network know that you've got an event, Futurepreneur is one of them. I call them up or I send them an email saying, hey, what do you, I've got these two events coming up this month. Would you mind passing that out to anybody you know mm-hmm. would mm-hmm. be interested? And they've, they've got so many touch points within the community that it works out really well mm-hmm. and they're really happy to help promote that. Um, the other, I also got funding from Women's Enterprise Center. And again, that was strategic. Women's Enterprise Center specifically supports women-owned businesses. Mm-hmm. So again, they, you know, whenever I have an event, they're one of my people in my network where I say, I've got these events. Can mm-hmm. you please let your, your, your network know? And their network is my ideal audience. They're mm-hmm. women who own their businesses and are looking to build their business. Mm-hmm. Great. Um, I, in the end, also went to BDC. And so BDC, are you familiar with BDC? No, I'm not. So it's Business Development Canada, and they okay. specifically are a, it's a, there's a government affiliation, or I think they are a branch or funded by the government mm-hmm. um, to fund small business. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So they are, they, their requirements are a little bit different from the bank. So they'll fund things that the bank won't. Mm-hmm. Um, they will fund for your um, just cash flow. So you just need um, a certain amount of cash to start running your business. Mm-hmm. And banks will not provide that for you. They won't. Okay. They won't. They won't do that. You yeah. won't be able to get a, a line of credit, yeah. but you won't be, get, be able to get your operating cash as a loan. Mm. So BDC will finance that. And BDC will finance um, things like if you're purchasing a business, they'll, they'll finance a little bit like of goodwill money. Um, so they just allow for a little bit more room than the bank will. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I brought, so in short... <laughs> to summarize, yes, no, that's good. That's I, a lot I, of options. I brought a nugget of my own, and then I went and got financing. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. I'm sure like our listeners will appreciate that. Yeah, that's a lot in of information. Mm-hmm. I've learned about BDC, so <laughs> I'm like, that's really good. <laughs> um, what would you say is your greatest fear, and how do you manage that fear? So, I think my biggest fear is that I could have done more Mm -hmm. and that's across the board you know not just in business but where I where I first heard this sentiment was from my best friend and she Mm -hmm. spoke speaking about it in the context of a relationship and so Mm -hmm. in a normal relationship as long as it's not toxic or you know abusive or anything um, her mentality was always you know I never want to be the one to walk away thinking oh, I could have done something else mm. Mm. and it was kind of a it was a aha moment and a learning lesson for me because I was 
prideful. Um, <laughs> if I'm being honest, do you know where I was like, well, you don't want me, I don't want you kind of thing. Yeah. And she said, no, no, no. You know, if you've had a good relationship with a person and it's falling apart, uh, you don't ever want to look back and think, oh, I wish I had tried that one last time or mm. done this one last thing. So, yeah. you know, I, never the fear of I could have done more is yeah. the biggest thing. So, you know, even in a personal relationship, if a friendship's falling apart, like always be the last one to call, always be the last mm. one to say, I love you. Like if it's not going to work out and it's not like a toxic or abusive thing, then let yeah. them walk away from you. Yeah. Mm. And you know, you've done everything you could to make that work. And so same with business. And then it just applies to business, right? Like, it, if I could have done more, like, what a stupid reason for it to have not worked out. Yeah. That is actually so true. I'm going to think about that. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, <laughs> that I'm like, oh, what can I do more? But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's really good. What would you say is the way you define success? Or how do you define success? My own success or success in other people? Your own, okay, for you, for yourself, and your life. Okay, so for me, it's um, I would see success as as when I am calm and Mm. peaceful. I'm I'm a very caring person, Uh um, and so I mean I've I I attached my whole life to this idea of making life easier for women, specifically in business. And so I get attached to causes. Mm-hmm. Um, I also, like, I can't, so small business owner secret, I actually, at the end of events, will go through, I will end up going through the garbage because I can't not recycle. It bugs me too much. Mm. So at the end of an event, you know, I put on a pair of gloves and I just pull out, like, the things that should have gone in the recycling and put them in the recycling. Yeah. And, you know, it's not always glamorous, of yeah. course, obviously, and there's that, that little secret. Mm-hmm. But I attach myself to causes. So for me, success will mean that I have done everything, right? Yeah. I've done everything, and now I have this sense of peace and calmness that I, did, I gave it everything I could, mm-hmm. and I can rest easy because there's nothing that I didn't do. That, mm-hmm. to me, is success. No, I agree good. with that yeah. 100%. I feel like for me, like, I often think about, like, when I'm on my deathbed and, like, <laughs> if I have any regrets in life, like, I don't want that. So mm-hmm. that's kind of, like, a reoccurring thought. It's a little bit dark, I guess, yeah. for some people, but that's what I think about. So yeah. whenever I'm doing something in life, I'm like, did I, yeah, did I do everything that I wanted or will I regret this on my deathbed? Yeah, she shares yeah. that with me. Sometimes I'll be like, oh, I don't know if I should do this, Jacqueline. She's like, will you regret it What if you die tomorrow? And I was like, you know what? I would. So. Oh, that's nice that you have her to say that. Yeah. So this is the part where our business talk is over. We're going to ask you just a couple of random questions just to get to know, you know, not your business side. Um, our first random question is, whose advice do you always listen to? Oh, this is the worst question. <laughs> I am so stubborn, and I I don't listen to anyone really well. Yeah. Um, I try to, though. I really try to. Who do I listen to? That's fair. You can yeah. see yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know what? Maybe mm-hmm. uh, myself. Yeah. Um, I, I, could, I could kind of... 
say, I listen to everybody who mm-hmm. gives me advice. Uh-huh. I don't choose to follow it. Mm. Um, I really, yeah, as far as, like, whose advice do I follow? <laughs> this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, ultimately, I'm yeah. the one that's going to end up on the hook and responsible for my exactly. actions. Yeah. So it really needs to make sense. But, I mean, I have so many great people in my life who offered me advice mm-hmm. and that I can turn to. Um, I have a cousin who has her PhD in, in business. She's also a lawyer. She's just insanely talented. Yeah. And so, you know, I can go to her and she can, and she can give me advice and mm. I'm so grateful for that. Yeah. Um, and I have, I have in my family a few entrepreneurs that I can go to and ask for their advice. I have mentors. So one of my mentors is actually a cousin of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, and she has always worked in the startup, in startup environments. Yeah. Um, and she's great. And so I asked her to mentor me. And, and so I turned to her all the time as yeah. well. Uh, I got paired up with a mentor through one of um, the programs that I'm in. Mm-hmm. And specifically, I asked for somebody to help me with marketing and somebody who knew social media. I wasn't a social media person in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And so I'll go to her. Um, and then on, like, on the personal side, I really turned to my sister and, mm-hmm. and my husband. Yeah. Um, well, you know, I know my personality really well and I know I have some blind spots mm-hmm. and so I have to ask somebody who doesn't have those blind spots and I know that my sister and my husband are better people than I am mm-hmm. in, in certain areas and mm-hmm. so, and I trust them with my whole heart to yeah. tell me the, what they think I'm doing wrong. Mm. Yeah. Well, that's, that's, that's a really good answer, actually. So you take, like, bits and pieces from people who are kind of where you want to be and then apply it to mm. your own life. Yeah, yeah. So next random question, what is one skill that you would like to master? Gosh. Or a few skills. You can say more than one if you want. <laughs> um, so, I mean... Something that's never going to happen. I would love to be able to sing, but <laughs> it, it's not happening. Um, I always also, I really want to learn, I really wanted to learn how to play either the piano or the violin mm-hmm. like a good Asian, but. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's really rare. <laughs> to say. I've never. I've played piano for like over 10 years. Well, here, so. I mean, I grew up in Canada. Yeah. Obviously, I'm I'm Asian descent, so I'm mm-hmm. I'm half Japanese. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's just a lot of societal pressure, and I'm sure you've both experienced this. People yeah. say, "Oh, you must be good at math. You must play the piano. You must play the violin." Yeah. And I think I just had I was self conscious about the fact mm. that I was a very Canadian girl with Japanese written all over my face (laughs) and so every time somebody came at me and said oh you must do this thing that I assume is a stereotype and I would have to say no you know yeah I and I you say you say no and you see the disappointment in their face do you speak Japanese no (laughs) yeah disappointment um 
that I think I just, it just manifested in, oh, maybe if I played the violin, people would leave me alone. <laughs> but I also really enjoy the violin. I actually really enjoy okay. listening to the violin. Yeah, I think it's a yeah. very pretty instrument. Yeah. And so just like singing, I think I would like to do it. It probably won't happen, but maybe. You never know. It can start in the know. car, in the shower, and then it'll develop into something. Up. Well, maybe when I've done all of the recycling, <laughs> I've done all of the things for women in business, then yeah. I can just go. Go ahead and learn the violin for myself. Yeah, you can take a lesson. I'm sure it's not too late. Yeah, just an hour a day or something. <laughs> I think, yeah, I always tell myself in another universe or in like a parallel universe, I would either be a singer or a, like an Olympic athlete, which is not going to happen now, but it's fun to think about that. You got to find that that really rare sport, right? You yeah. need to be cool runnings. Find the thing yeah. that our country yeah. does not have a person in and or get in there. <laughs> like a speed walker. I feel like I'm really fast at speed I'm walking. I'm sure there are a lot of people that are going to beat you at speed walking. Probably, yeah. And don't forget there's always the Senior Olympics. Okay. Right? Just yes. stay in shape till you're in your 60s okay. and then achieve that dream. Yeah, it's never too late. I'll be the 65-year-old javelin thrower. <laughs> I'm doing it. Yes. I'll be lit. <laughs> Okay, last random question. What is your favorite Disney movie? Um, so when I was a kid, I loved The Fox and the Hound. Um, are you familiar with that one? Not too familiar. It's not really well known. I mean, that's my personality in a nutshell. Find something super rare that nobody knows about and then devote your life to it. Um, so I loved The Fox and the Hound. It's a great movie. It has a little, like, beagle with his... Or his I guess it's a beagle or or a or basset, basset hound, hound. Oh, yeah, 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 with like yeah. the big ears, <laughs> and he does like tiny oohs, mm-hmm. and and then a fox and their best friends, um, and they're not supposed to be right. And this, yeah, just, you know, I loved that. And then I got on board with Lilo and Stitch, and okay. Ohana oh, means family. Oh my God, I cried so hard <laughs> to that movie. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. It was so emotional. <laughs> Actually, I'm pretty sure I cried to all. I always cry during, like, every movie. I mean, anything that, like, resembles an animal, and so, you know, Stitch kind of is animal-like. Yeah. That that was my jam. I was Mm -hmm. just really into animals. Mm. Still am. Yeah. Me too. Yeah, we all are here. (laughs) I send way too many animal-like memes and Instagram stories. I'm just, like, spamming people with it. What cannot be answered by a gif of either a cat or a dog doing something or one of those little baby jumping goats? Oh, yeah. Right? Or the other day we were looking at one of an otter. I sent her one. It was an otter crying, and it was like... We were dying. I was like, this is my life now. Yeah, yeah. No. Mm-hmm. You could, yeah. <laughs> That's enough. Yep. Animals for yeah. life. 100%. <laughs> yeah. So we do have our final section. The pressure is on. It's a lightning round. Okay. Okay. So this is, <laughs> ready. This, is, this is a this or that, and we do judge. <laughs> okay. No, I am okay. great at competition. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. It's on. Okay. A live-in massage therapist or live-in chef? Massage therapist. Batman or Superman? Batman. Be born in the future or the past? Do I get to pick when? Yes. Past. Be logical or creative? <sighs> You're going to judge me on this one. Logical. Ooh. 
I kind of dig that though. <laughs> okay. Ice cream cone or snow cone? Snow cone. New clothes or new phone? New clothes. Receive an email or receive a letter? Email. At Gross. The mo- <laughs> like a, you know, handwritten passion. No. Hello, my dearest. No. <laughs> At the movies, it's candy or popcorn? Popcorn. Blue or red? Blue. Swimming? Wait. Or s- oh, oh, oh. oh, judging. We're judging. <laughs> no, blue. <laughs> and the last one is swimming or sunbathing? Swimming. Oh, I'm a sunbather. Me too. No I have I'm a fear like, of water. Like, really? <laughs> I do. I like when I was younger. All I the try. animals in there, though. Like swimming, ocean swimming, not pool swimming. Oh. Ocean <laughs> swimming. <laughs> I don't want to know the animals in that one. <laughs> the pool. <laughs> the animals in the pool. So, like, I don't know. I would no, cry during I my could swimming lessons. for days. You said gonna, we're going to go scuba diving. Maybe. I think you I would, agreed to I it. would it's cry. Well, you're going to go cry the whole way. Like, just go snorkeling because the scuba, like the gear and the face yeah, and then like the waves. Me. But you can snorkel for days. I've snorkeled before. It kind of makes me a little nervous. Does it? Really? <laughs> like if the water gets into my tube or something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm like a pussy like that. <laughs> <laughs> I have just seen so many of the coolest. Okay, we're going back to animals here, but I've seen so many of the coolest things. So yeah. obviously turtles, like just majestic beasts yeah. of the ocean, like, ugh. But I've seen a blowfish blow up. <gasps> oh, I've never seen that yet. Oh, I want to see that. Yeah. I've seen eel. So I saw an eel and he was sticking in and out of his little rock oh, eel. Like... <laughs> yeah, no, their little mouth opens. But then I waited on him and he like hopped out of one rock and went into another. And then oh I watched goodness. him like snake his little oh. underground, underwater snake eel yeah. body was, in and out of Where rocks. was the best place that you snorkeled? Like that you got to see all this tropical... The blowfish was in Mexico. Mm. Okay. And then the eel was in Hawaii. And I saw an octopus in Hawaii oh, as well. Ooh, how big is an octopus? I think they can underwater. Shrink and grow yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. They they really do. Yeah, they like they okay. can change their oh shape. Goodness. Yeah, that's you so never cool. get close enough to really understand how big they yeah. are. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah, I don't cool. think you'd want to see one that's like. Yeah, I think <laughs> I'd be freaked out. <laughs> I would cry then. I wanted to see a shark, but I didn't get a chance to, and I was really sad because I was scuba diving, and mm. then we, I guess, we're the beginners group, and we couldn't go as far as some of the people, so we couldn't see the sharks, and I was like, mm-hmm. I'm really scared, but also really wanted to see it. So. Yeah. It's one of those ones you're like, this is my defining moment. I would like to see one and just see what I do. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah, I would like to see a shark. I haven't seen one either. Okay, we're gonna go. Okay, we're gonna <laughs> you're go out. Bahamas. I'm out. I'm no, out. she's gonna cry. I'm gonna cry the whole time. <laughs> In the mask, crying. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, that's funny. Thank, thank you so much for coming. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it was awesome learning about Hervana, and I hope everyone will check you out because I feel like it's such a amazing co-working space where can everyone find you online so my website is www.hervanavancouver.com i'm at hervana vancouver on facebook and instagram Mm -hmm. and that's about it awesome so make sure to check her out we're gonna go for a tour sometime (laughs) yes we're gonna document all of it great yeah yeah
Okay, thank, thank you. you. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening, Glow Babes. Give us our five golden stars on iTunes and we'll be your best friends, I swear. And please share this episode with your babes that need some glow and will benefit from this. Thank you. Glow, glow.